to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're doing good and feeling strong. It's awesome to be back here with you. And yeah, it's been a little while. I'm doing my best to get here as consistently as I can. (laughs) There's a lot going on right now, but yeah, what matters is we're here now. And I love that I can have the opportunity to come on and share. It just sometimes time doesn't allow that to happen. Anyway, I would love to send a big warm welcome to the new listeners tuning in. It is really great to have you joining. Times here are changing wherever. I'm not sure where you are in the world because we have so many listeners from all across the globe, which is so cool. But here we have the seasons that are changing and it's a beautiful time of year. Here I'm on the East Coast and we get to experience the breathtaking transformation of fall. This season, my favorite season, it always reminds me of the beauty of change, right? Reinforcing this idea that nothing should ever remain still or stagnant. So we should let go of old ways of doing things or maybe outdated thought patterns. Maybe they're negative. And it's just a time to create space for new growth and opportunities. I really see nature as a mirror for our own lives, reflecting the ever-present cycle of transformation that we all go through. So (laughs) that's all there. Anyway, let me ask you, how many of you out there have been through a divorce or even maybe a breakup with someone that you've maybe spent many years with. The collapse of a relationship built on a foundation of love can be absolutely devastating. It's an extremely painful experience that can be really challenging to navigate. With this type of emotional turmoil, it can have a ripple effect because it's not just affecting the two individuals involved, it's affecting those who also care about them. And this is just a reminder of how interconnected our lives are and how important it is to find ways to heal and support each other through such difficult times. Tonight we're going to discuss relationships, the profound changes that divorce and loss can bring to men, and how men can kind of protect themselves during these difficult situations. Now, before we get into this topic, I'd like to share a story of a fella 
that had contacted me who kind of lost his way after a divorce. And I know I've been sharing stories lately because I feel like this is a great way to help us feel less alone. So John had always been one of those sociable guys and he really loved and cherished his family. However, when the marriage crumbled and ended in this painful divorce, his world kind of came crashing down. That heartache and the loneliness were very overwhelming and he found himself on the precipice of a dark abyss, almost, I guess, like the dark night of the soul. And at his lowest point, he turned to alcohol as a way to numb the pain, as many people do, right? Seeking solace at the bottom of the bottle. And this went on for some time. He just never thought in a million years this would happen to him. And he really wasn't prepared for it. But who really is, right? When we're in love and we plan on staying together with someone forever. As these bottles would accumulate in and around his place, he started to realize that he was stronger than what was in this bottle. Waking up hungover, not feeling well every day, coming home to the routine of grabbing the liquor once again. And he knew that he'd always had some type of strength and determination within him. So that inner resolve began to stir, right? And he realized that drowning his sorrows in alcohol wasn't the answer. It was only a path to self-destruction. It was a moment of pretty much clarity that changed everything. With the determination to rebuild his life, John sought help. He came across my podcast and was drawn to some of the insightful discussions that we share here, especially on emotional well-being and personal growth. And he mentioned he was intrigued by my approach, so he decided to take a leap of faith and seek coaching and hypnotherapy. Through the coaching sessions, he addressed those emotional scars left by the divorce, diving into those feelings, you know, and kind of learning healthier ways to cope. With the hypnotherapy sessions, that really helped him to tap into that inner resilience, enabling him to kind of reframe his thoughts and beliefs, ultimately strengthening his mental fortitude. So as he continued these sessions with me, he kind of embraced certain techniques and John's perspective began to shift. However, it's important to note that prior to seeking help, John neglected to protect himself legally and financially before his divorce. He really hadn't consulted with any kind of experienced divorce attorney or kept meticulous records of his financial transaction. This oversight almost cost him dearly. So John realized that his failure to protect himself prior to the divorce kind of had led to a significant financial loss and legal complications. And this happens so many times. I see it all the time with many men. So his story serves as a cautionary tale about the importance of safeguarding one's interest in advance 
of a divorce. Over time, John's resilience began to flourish, and he replaced the numbing embrace of alcohol with the warmth of genuine connections and the joy of pursuing his passions. That pain of his divorce certainly doesn't vanish. It never really does, but it no longer defined him. Instead, it became kind of that stepping stone towards personal growth and healing. Relationships, even under the best circumstances, are overflowing with emotion and challenges. They're never easy, right? But there's a hidden factor that I think we need to confront. It's staggering that 85% of the world's population struggles with low self-esteem. Did you know that? 85%. (laughs) It's like a silent storm clouding our connections. Our self-esteem influences our behavior in ways that we don't even realize. Insecurity, people-pleasing, jealousy. These are just a few threads that are woven into the fabric of our relationships. So low self-esteem is a pervasive issue that significantly impacts interpersonal connections. And it often manifests as a persistent sense of inadequacy, um, self-doubt, and low self-worth. Communication, which is basically the lifeblood of any healthy relationship, becomes a very complex arena. Because those with low self-esteem, they might find it difficult to express their thoughts and emotions openly. And the fear of judgment or rejection can kind of hinder their ability to communicate effectively, potentially resulting in misunderstandings and unresolved issues. Dependency is another facet to consider. People with low self-esteem might seek that constant validation from their partners. I've kind of spoken about this more recently, creating an unhealthy reliance. This dependency can really disrupt the equilibrium within the relationship and place an undue burden on both parties. Furthermore, self-sabotaging this type of behavior can emerge. Individuals might undermine their own happiness or they might push away their partners, push people away to a belief that they're undeserving of love and contentment. And this self-destructive pattern can be very detrimental to the relationship's stability. In terms of boundaries, those with low self-esteem, they might struggle to establish and uphold healthy, healthy limits, healthy boundaries. They might find it challenging to assert themselves to say no when necessary. So we wonder why the divorce rate is so high, right? I mean, this is why I focus so much on self-understanding, recognizing the shadow self, and taking responsibility to heal, especially before inviting another into our mess. (laughs) And I'm not saying any of us should be perfect before our lives weave with another, but we should at least be self-aware learning from our past and doing our best to kind of change in areas that might be unhealthy. In a marriage, there's two people 
And for that relationship to thrive, both individuals need to play their part, of course. And if both parties are not committed to that, that ship might become imbalanced and both people are going to fly off and find themselves struggling to stay afloat. And this is often when divorce happens and really these divorces can sometimes break us. Divorces are predominantly initiated by one spouse alone, right? So this might suggest that one spouse typically benefits from the divorce, say the initiator, while the other is disadvantaged, the non-initiator. Women are the initiators 70% of the time, right? Sorry to say. Navigating these turbulent waters of divorce, they often become an emotional roller coaster for men, especially, I mean, for women as well, but men really feel it. Initially, they have the shock and the disbelief. This is going to give way to intense grief over the loss of the marriage, followed by a wave of, say, anger or resentment directed at the ex-spouse or even oneself. The shift from being a husband and the roles associated with it can it can be a huge challenge. Divorce can challenge a man's sense of self. It can challenge a man's sense of self-identity as those roles dissolve. Divorce doesn't just affect the couple involved, as mentioned. It ripples through the relationship with family and friends, potentially straining these vital connections that we have. It can be a very slippery slope. I mean, I've dealt with this dynamics change and shift, making communication and maintaining relationships more challenging. Financial adjustments often accompany divorce, especially for men, involving that whole division of assets, of alimony and of child support. So this is why men should take a proactive approach to understand their financial situation. Co-parenting can be one of the most challenging aspects of a divorce, right? And this is, it's so crucial to maintain a healthy relationship with your children, More times than not, the father isn't always given equal rights. A situation like this often prompts a reevaluation of values and life priorities for men. So men might start to reconsider what truly matters to them, leading to a period of introspection. They experience feelings of loneliness and isolation. These are very common post-divorce Men may miss the companionship and the social support that they had in their marriage. The toll of divorce on mental health, this should never be underestimated, potentially leading to stress, to anxiety, or even depression. Additionally, some men turn to substance abuse and increased alcohol consumption as a coping mechanism during these challenging times, just like John from the story I shared earlier, which can have 
adverse effects on their overall well-being. So this is the very reason resilience is a vital attribute during times of adversity, as it empowers people to navigate life's challenges with strength and adaptability. And without resilience, individuals, they're going to find themselves fixating on these problems, succumbing to a sense of victimhood, right? Feeling inundated by these struggles and resorting to unhealthy coping mechanisms, as we talked about, like drugs, alcohol, or risky behaviors. Resilience, it allows us to not only withstand the storm, but emerge from it stronger than before. And of course, while resilience doesn't make our problems vanish, it empowers us to look beyond them. It it empowers us to discover the joy in life and effectively manage the stress. If we feel our resilience needs some little improvement, we can certainly acquire and hone those skills to enhance it. And you really want to work on this. Resilience has the potential to act as that safeguard against various, various mental health conditions. So I think before entering the beautiful journey of marriage, (laughs) it's essential for men to take thoughtful steps to kind of safeguard their interest and build a foundation of financial and emotional security. While no one enters a marriage anticipating divorce, of course, right? Who really wants to even think about that? But being prepared, this, my friends, is a sign of wisdom and responsibility. (laughs) I have experience in being divorced as well. So I understand at that time that we're in that state of bliss and the thought of ever separating from that person, it does not exist in the mind of those in love. But unfortunately, sometimes people change and so do the circumstances. So it's better to be prepared and the same would go for your partner. I mean, both of you. If you're both mature enough and the intentions are pure and genuine, this shouldn't be too much of an issue to prepare and talk about these things before you enter a marriage. One practical approach is to consider discussing and if necessary, drafting a prenuptial agreement with your partner, right? I know. But while this conversation might not be the most romantic, it can bring a lot of clarity and protection for both parties should divorce ever become a reality. In a prenup, you can outline the division of assets, property, and spousal support, reducing these potential conflicts. Maintaining financial transparency is another cornerstone of a healthy marital relationship, right? Openly discussing assets discussing the debts and the financial goals with your partner, it fosters understanding and it prevents misunderstandings down the road. And this also involves keeping our clear records of financial documents and encouraging your your partner to obviously do the same. You may want to consider, which I highly recommend, 
is maintaining separate bank accounts, even after marriage. While joint accounts can be very convenient for shared expenses, having individual accounts can help preserve financial independence and kind of keep a safeguard for your personal assets. Estate planning is a vital component of preparation, too. I know, again, you don't probably think of this early on, but creating and updating your estate plan, including a will and beneficiary designations, this ensures that your assets are all distributed according to your wishes, regardless of the marital status. Consulting with a, an estate planning attorney, this can guide you through the process effectively. Investing in education and career. This is a huge investment for yourself for financial security and independence. A stable and fulfilling career can be a crucial asset during a divorce, providing the means to support yourself independently. I think another important aspect you may want to consider is understanding the divorce laws in your state or country. This is essential, right? Laws regarding property division, uh, child support, and spousal support can be, this, this varies significantly depending on where you are. Knowing your rights and obligations under the law empowers you to make informed decisions, right? You also may want to consider premarital counseling with a partner, right? There's nothing wrong with this. This provides an opportunity to grow closer, to understand each other better. And it also kind of gives you the time to discuss important topics such as communication, finances, maybe expectations in the relationship. And it can really strengthen your your partnership, and potentially prevent future conflicts. While marriage involves partnership, right? Maintaining a sense of individuality needs to take place and independence. This is equally important, right? You want to continue to pursue your hobbies, your interests, your personal goals, because this helps enhance our self-esteem and our overall well-being. Lastly, seek advice from maybe professionals, such as attorneys, financial advisors, therapists as needed, because their expertise can really provide guidance tailored to your unique situation and assist in making informed decisions. These steps are not about expecting a divorce, right? You don't want to go into it like that. But it's about ensuring preparedness for unexpected struggles, unexpected conflicts. So open and honest communication with your partner throughout this process is really essential for maintaining a healthy and trusting relationship. The strategies for protecting oneself during a divorce, they don't really differ drastically from those outlined or before marriage, but the focus and implementation might vary. Taking measures to protect yourself during a divorce is in many ways an extension of the steps that you take before marriage to protect yourself and your interest. During a divorce, 
your attention is going to naturally shift towards the legal and financial dimensions of the process. So here's some strategies tailored to the unique um, bumps in the road faced during this period. You want to consult an experienced divorce attorney who really specializes in family law, right? They're going to be able to provide you with that expert guidance. They're going to protect your legal rights and ensure that the divorce process adheres to the applicable laws in your jurisdiction. It's important that you probably keep meticulous records of all the financial transactions and the communications related to the divorce. So this includes documenting expenses, your maybe assets, your debts, any agreements made between you and your ex-spouse. Because having a clear paper trail can really be invaluable in the event of these type of disputes. Maintaining open lines of communication with your ex-partner whenever possible. So collaborative discussions can lead to more amicable resolutions, right? I know sometimes we feel angry and frustrated and we don't want to talk to them, but this is really important particularly regarding maybe child custody and the visitation arrangements, right? And and if it is kind of difficult to have that communication, it, you can always consider involving a mediator to facilitate the discussions. You want to protect your credit and financial stability by monitoring your credit reports, taking steps to separate joint accounts or financial ties with your ex-spouse. This includes updating that beneficiary designations on insurance policies or retirement accounts. Document all court orders and agreements and ensure that you comply with them diligently. This includes adhering to child support and alimony payments, right? Consider the well-being of your children above all. I mean, they're such fragile little creatures and we want to prioritize their emotional needs and try and maintain stability in their lives as much as possible. You know, co-parenting with a focus on their best interest is essential. Lastly, prioritize self-care as well. You know, you are important. You need to take care of yourself and your own well-being and divorce can, you know, this is a significant life transition and taking care of your physical and mental health is so important. It's essential. Engage in activities that bring you joy and provide kind of a sense of balance. So there you have it. I just felt the need to share this information with you. I know there's many people that tune in who are going through all kinds of different stages. Now I understand there's plenty of you out there who aren't even married yet, who don't want to get married. And there's also some out there who have been married and divorced and maybe they're going through it right now. But these are just some helpful ways that you could kind of protect yourself. But you, if you are out there and you're in the brunt of a bad marriage or divorce is coming up and just remember 
that you are so strong and you have a determination inside of you, just like John. You just have to grab it. And it's a powerful force when you can uplift yourself through the darkness, right? It's, it's a hard, hard thing to do. But, you know, I always say, you know, I've fallen on my knees so many times, but one thing I'll, I'll always say is I'll never, nothing will ever take me down. We have to have that mental strength to get back up when you're on your knees, stand back up, okay? If there's anything out there that I could do for you, if I can be of service to you, please feel free to reach out to my website, ConsciousWisdomHealing.com, which is always listed in the description of the episodes. Otherwise, you know, just be the best that you can be. Every day is this opportunity to feel better, to do better, and be better, right? I am sending you so much love and light. Take care, and I'll see you next time.